Welcome to your Drive Time News Blast. 30 minutes, 45 for patrons of up-to-the-minute news from a perspective of truth, liberty, and justice every weekday. This is Monica Perez. And I'm Brad Binkley. Today's top story is... Apparently, it's the partyingest month ever. The what? Because it is, the entire month is 420. Oh, it's month 420. <laughs> yes. You know, weed sales have got to be skyrocketing. <laughs> I think in some places they're considered essential services, like where it's legal. Yeah, and where it's where, not. like it's just full bore legal. Where it's not legal, like in Georgia, it's not legal. I imagine that it's very difficult for people to partake in it because if you're moving around you're going to get flagged if you're in another county because you're not supposed to be going we, we got the full shutdown order from kemp yesterday he the whole yeah, state right. put us down and like yeah it must be difficult well, there's something weird about this phase of the corona lockdown is that like i haven't really noticed a shortage of anything Again, it reminds me of Event 201 where they're like the most important thing is to keep commerce going and money flowing no matter how many tens of millions of deaths pile up. That's what this is all about. And I feel like that's that's kind of what they're they're doing. And of course, that's what they do. That's all they you know, I, well, hmm, maybe I'm not looking at it right. I I just I'm drawing a parallel between Event 201 was talking about travel, trade, money flowing. It was about testing those systems in the event of people dying and not being able to participate. So I don't know what to make of it exactly, but I expected more shortages than I've experienced, even though all of commerce seems to be shut down to me in my world. Yeah. Initially, there was more, but Things have kind of leveled out. Toilet well, paper people, is the only thing. Because people uh, had a run on the stores. Yeah. So consumption blipped. But like production and supply, it's just kind of interesting to me. It's just something to keep an eye on that. I'm I'm waiting for a couple of things for like actual problems like that to arise or actual, uh, like I said from the very beginning, infrastructure problems to come up. People are highlighting to me that like earthquakes are happening. There's this like apparent rise in earthquakes. Interesting. Yeah. So like I feel like if that's a strategy of tension or if they're able to do things that they wouldn't otherwise do. I got some messages from fans of the show in New England uh, that a bunch of different things. One was that there are towers, 5G, it looks like, five, I mean, who knows what, cell towers of some kind, which are probably 5G because I don't think they're installing new other towers going up all over the place. I've gotten many, many pictures of that. Many. Also, yeah. It would not surprise me at all if the 5G infrastructure is being put in place while everybody is at home. If it's really being solidified to get that internet of things and that smart yeah. grid. And people want it. People like want it. So they're going to, they aren't going to go up in arms. And of course, we have no First Amendment rights. So you can't really express yourself. And I just wonder if they're doing other stuff that they're testing out or whatever that they couldn't normally do when everyone was milling about. And maybe that includes yeah. some kind of seismic stuff. Other stuff that they're de facto kind of closing borders by searching people at the borders. I don't know where it was between Connecticut and Rhode Island or Massachusetts. I don't know. It was another message I got. Somebody was tracked down, um, I think, through one of those stops. And there are quarantine 
flyers, like, you know, like eviction notices, there are quarantine notices being tacked up on people's doors. Have this is in that? New England? I think it's in Rhode Island. Yeah, I think it's in Rhode Island. Rhode That's Island crazy. is the one who's getting like crazy about the interstate traffic. Yeah, I had heard that they were tracking people down. And I was thinking about like driving to another county. You drive to another county, your license plate has your county on it. You're going to stick out like a sore thumb. Well, oh, but they're also tracing phones, I think, up there. Tracing phones, apps, and if they're getting this smart grid in, then that's going to be a way to be able to maybe take yeah, people's temperatures. They walk well, past the cells, sidewalk or something. Those cells are right next to each other. I mean, they can really, just by your signal going in and out, I think, of your phone, you, usually they, well, maybe I'm very dated in this, I don't know, but... I think if they see where your phone is bouncing off, what cell, if there are a lot more cells, they could probably get a lot closer. But I mean, they can find you directly just this by your location crazy. if they want to. I know. And we don't have First Amendment rights. Oh, so this is something I tweeted last night. I can't believe it took me this long to occur to me. I want to have a march on Washington on the 4th of July. But it, like, it can't just be us and our friends. Like, it has to be like Freedom Works has to pick it up, or Glenn Beck has to pick it up. Like, anybody who's listening who is involved or is like a Tea Partier or Gun Owners of America or um, whatever, like any any organization that orchestrated Obamacare marches, I went on two of those. So, and there were. I thought there were hundreds of thousands of people there. Maybe it was only tens of thousands. But any of those guys who like can do a call to action if they pick it up. Fourth of July would be great. Yeah, that's probably going to be in the period of time where we have a reprieve and are going to be able to go out for a little while before I think we're going to get shut down again next year. So what do you want to march about? Well, I want to assert my right to assemble and to petition my government for redress of grievances. I want to, what I particularly want to march against is that I, 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 I'm not convinced that there was a quorum that passed that $2 trillion vote bill. A quorum. A quorum. Like, I think they, I, I didn't, I have to reread the Constitution on this. I never care about process too much, but the Constitution has certain, like, parameters for how you pass legislation. And I do not think that they were followed, or in any case, I don't think there's evidence that they were followed. And I, I just, I think that that, I just want to repeal that bill. Let's just repeal the, the cares, please repeal cares that bill. Act repeal the bill. Yeah, repeal the bill. That's all. And and really, I just want to. I want to reassert my First Amendment right, because I feel like if we don't assert it, it could be one of those new normals where we don't expect to be able to assemble. That they'll greatly limit the numbers that we can assemble, and then you can't convey to people visually and viscerally that there is critical mass on your side. That stuff matters. Then it's just anecdotal BS. I've got, if we, when, if we have time to, I've got this crazy Twitter thing going with, you just have to hear it to believe it, but it's, it's not a headline. So let's, let's get to it. Oh, wow. I'm on the edge of my seat now. It's crazy though. I mean, the guy, it's really so literally everyone's like tweeting back at the guy pictures of like uh, uh, Holocaust images because that's what this guy is just like. What's wrong with getting a number? What's wrong with getting an ARFID? What's wrong with getting having to wear um, a a symbol on your shirt that says that you are that you got a vaccination? Like the that's Scarlet C or the Golden uh, Star of David? Yeah. 
or tattoos. So this guy's advocating for that. Advocating. As a matter of fact, it's really not that much. I can just read it to you. I know that, uh, that, so this guy says, his name is Bobby. It's what's so wrong or scary about having to show that you've been vaccinated. You already have a name. This is just a number that goes with that information for quick and safe access. Why should the brave people who get vaccinated be forced to stay indoors like the cowards who resist? So and I just tweeted vaccines aren't good for you because I just like to keep it simple. <laughs> and he said, they are. It saddens me to hear you say that. The government needs to create emergency power so health officials can vaccinate those who prefer selfish inaction. This is a pandemic. And if you love your country, you will take your vaccines. So I said, hey, I'll take your vaccine if you can prove that it's a pandemic by just giving me year over year, month by month data of colds, flus, pneumonia and the death rates. I just want to know that this is, you know, a super, super spike. He says, these questions are not normal. What more validity is needed other than government approval? Could you say that you would know more than government experts? Who is this guy? His name is Bobby underscore Chung 88. And he's, he describes himself as a Chinese restaurant owner. It sounds like an operative to me. I know that's what I was thinking, but it's so silly. It's so ridiculous that I can't, I mean, it's like the Sesame street meme, follow orders. Stay put. Don't go outside. Stay inside. There was the, what's the one that lives in the trash can on Sesame Street? Oscar the Grouch. Oscar the Grouch. There's a big picture of him poking his head out of his trash can with the caption that says, stay home. Don't leave your home. Stay inside. <laughs> because se- because he's, a, he's the least likely one to get a disease. He lives in a trash can. He lives can. in a trash he can. He probably he's is immune. the least likely one to get a disease. Yeah. Sesame Street is doing a propaganda push where they are educating on how to develop new habits and a new lifestyle in this new COVID-19 world we live in. New habits, new lifestyle. That's what they're hmm. trying to push on everybody. They really I'm are fundamentally of... changing the way social activity is going to carry on forever. That's why I want to reassert our First Amendment right to actually assemble. I think it's a great idea. I really idea. care about that. I mean, I think we need to get together. We can we can snap it, snap them out of it, or force them to show their hands. And this is where it came up last night. I was I did a podcast with Marl Bob, which I'm very excited to share with our audience. Uh, and when it comes up, and uh, he, we were talking about it, and he said something like. You know, this is where you start thinking maybe it would have been better if Hillary had been elected because, you know, we would have resisted that. And I pointed out, this is what I think. I said, I, if Hillary got down and signed this bill and bragged and laughed and chuckled and chortled and cackled like she does, that it's not even really just two trillion. It's really actually six trillion. Ha ha ha. Rubbed your hands together, you know, which is basically what Trump did. Four million people would have showed up in Washington with their long guns. You're right about that. I mean, you wouldn't have had to like, let's go to Washington. I mean, people would have just fucking strapped them on and got in a car and you'd be held to stop them. You know how many people you would need to stop them? If everybody just did it spontaneously without any warning or anything, that is what would have happened. And it would have started in Virginia. Yeah. They wouldn't have had to go very far. It's become more difficult to organize things like that now because everybody is off in their separate corners in their homes. And 80% of the people are think that Trump is Batman. 
Yeah. 80% yeah. of those people were neutralized because they're still waiting. You know, like who, Bill Mitchell or somebody, I don't know who he is, tweeted like, oh my gosh, hey everybody, Trump just ended the Fed. Like, yay. And I'm like, he didn't, and it doesn't really, you don't really need the Fed if you've just created an infinite money supply. Like, then the Fed is not really the point. So it'd be nice to have an infinite money supply personally. If you personally yes. have an infinite money supply, but everyone having an yes. infinite money supply is, makes it useless. Well, it, it's the people who have it first that are the yeah, people who are yeah, being yeah. awarded it. It's that the banks can lend out any amount of money they want without any actual money on deposit. So the banks, so a bank can have $1 on deposit and lend out a million dollars and get 3% interest on that, which is $30,000, right? If I'm doing my math right. And then they could do that a trillion times on $1 that's in the bank. So that's the guy you want to beat. <laughs> but you can't because they have to give you a license yeah. for that. But at some point, I want to tell you what the mayor or whatever it is. Yeah, the mayor of Cumming, Georgia did over the past 36 hours. Well, do you want to go ahead and tell me? Sure. I didn't want to, you know, uh, get too many of my stories in, in a row before we heard some of your stories. But here we go. I'll tell you what it is. So this uh, Troy Brum. Below. Troy Blumblow. <laughs> Brumblow. I'm going to have to start writing more clearly. I, I do a lot of handwritten notes, and which will be great because when we get the EMP, I'll still have all my there research. You go. And the rest of y'all will we'll have the only show in town. Okay, so on April 1st, he put out a social distancing order that had two unpopular provisions. One was what he said, uh, one was that he was going to deputize up to 150 new kind of policemen yep, and they would be enforcing social distancing rules and the penalty would be either a thousand dollars or this hilarious irony 180 days in jail so like if everybody disobeyed how the hell would you put 100 uh, put people in jail for 180 days six feet apart from each other it's absolutely a pre maybe that's the exception concept. they've got they've let we're, we've let all the criminals out so that we can put all the yes, non-conformists in. Yeah. Health pre-criminals. So he then very quickly, because there was so much backlash, and somebody already tweeted it at me, so I already knew about this, he immediately rescinded the order and said, I, people do not want the government mandating health recommendations. He said, uh, I am not deputizing those people. There will not be fines or incarceration for not following these rules. Please keep a safe distance, wash your hands, and be mindful of everyone else. So that's what he wrote. That was spread across the news. And then there was immediately a follow-up headline that said, out of the hill, the Georgia mayor or Georgia mayor reimposes social distancing order after rescinding it in an emotional snap judgment. Quote, the quote was around emotional snap judgment. So what he did was he he then came back and issued a new social distancing order, but it did not include the new police or the fines or any of that. So it was still just, you know, if you don't have enforcement, you don't have it's not really yeah. it's not a real whatever. So but the the hill immediately jumped on the fact that he capitulated. But and and he, well, he did go back and forth. His grandpa died like that day, had problems, but whatever. He it might, was interesting. Yeah, I don't know that he necessarily capitulated because Kemp said the same thing. 
Kemp said that he's going to be announcing today, I don't know if he did yet, that this full shutdown order is going to be in place, and he said he's going to be deputizing people to, to I, I don't. It. I actually think the Hill was misrepresenting this guy to say that he capitulated and yeah. rescinded. I think what he did was he rescinded the first one that people didn't like, and he put in place a different one that people did like. But uh, I want to hear more about the Kemp thing after the break. With no sports to watch or games to bet on, the presidential election is the only competition still running. I checked with my bookie, and they're taking action on the outcome. Right now, it looks like it's going to be Trump versus Biden. However, if you take a shot on Bernie Sanders getting the nomination, 100 bucks will win you 800 My bookie has odds on everything political. From what they're going to say in the debates to the next terrorist to be captured, MyBookie.com has it all. Join now and start winning huge today. Visit MyBookie.ag, that's MyBookie.ag, and use the promo code BINKLEY, B-I-N-K-L-E-Y, all caps, for a 50% deposit bonus. At MyBookie, you can bet on anything. Okay, so if you're willing to hear it, I know you don't like spoilers. I would like to spoil a very terrible show that I really had promised. What show for. is it? Picard. Okay, hold on. Did you tell me the Kemp thing yet? What is Kemp doing? Oh, Kemp issued the shutdown order, or he yesterday he foreshadowed that he was going to be issuing the shutdown order for the full state, the entire state of Georgia, and he said that he was going to be deputizing people because they were going to be enforcing it. So, some people are going to. How be do you deputized. think this would have gone over if Stacey Abrams were governor? How would, would she not even have, have been well. able to, you know, what has she been outspoken at all about any of this? I bet she's keeping a low profile. I have not seen her speak too much about it. I did join a indivisible type activist training that she was featured in the other day. And all she talked about was the census. She wow. Did, it didn't even, I mean, oh. COVID-19 did hardly came up in the conversation at all. The DNC canceled itself. I'd heard that. Yeah. Yeah. And they're talking about stay-at-home remote voting now. Hashtag and, 2020 election crisis. But we were talking about that tripwire. They were ready for election 2020 to point. be a tripwire. And I, I just, I mean, obviously, all bets are off right now. You could easily say, like, any kind of crisis they needed to do anything, this is it. But are they still trying to, like, have a war with Russia? What the fuck? I don't know. I don't know. I have Maybe a they're going to launch a bioweapon in Russia. I have a feeling and, it's and all going to come it. around to something like yeah. that. That's what I think. I mean, where is Russia in this story? China is featuring, but where the heck is Russia? Maybe we had Russia featured for so long that it was time to put China as an evil prominently in our minds and then link the two of them together somehow. I'm absolutely convinced <clears throat> that China is in on this that they have all the same reasons to be involved in the trade war, to to want the Hong Kong protests, all of this, to have, so they can unify, they can, uh, their economy was slowing down, they can take cover against having made those bad management decisions, all of that. I'm not convinced that Russia is in on everything lockstep. Although I'm more and more convinced that Iran is just, is now completely a, like a, Controlled opposition, I guess, in a way. Yeah, Iran, Iran is also Iran. being they're so in on it, demonized in the, by the media, and they're no, I know, but they're playing the, along. Yeah, you know, that's the thing that they feed the narrative. So does China, but Russia doesn't seem to be featuring much. So I'm assuming they're not playing 
along with any script. They're not denying the coronavirus, but... Well, it's apparently exploded over there recently. Oh, really? Okay, because yeah. that's what I was thinking, is that they... they the if we didn't if we had a a a um, gain of function one that we could launch over there we would um, i didn't catch up on the swedish news but i assume they're going to be an object lesson for the world that's what i think so too. i think yeah. there will be an object lesson as well just too many people were promoting like look at sweden look at sweden i'm like mm, don't jinx sweden <laughs> you're jinxing them so can sorry I s- okay so yeah spoil picard i, I would like care. to spoil and so- you're talking to a star trek fan but i just have no desire to watch it's that. terrible it's terrible. If you, I thought it was good. People said it was good, I it, thought. Didn't you so even bad. think it was good in the beginning? No. There was some reminiscent moments, you know, thinking Got it. back yeah, and yeah, it yeah, feel good. Yeah. But yeah. the show, the story, it's terrible. If you like He's kind of looking sort of Biden-y. He looks anyway. very, very rough. He's an old guy. <laughs> yeah, so I, I want to warn you, if you don't want this spoiled for you, because yeah, I'm earmuff. going to say something, take earmuff. about a minute from now and then come back but i'm saying it for a reason something related to now go wash your hands yeah go wash your hands three (laughs) times exactly that's what i was thinking (laughs) actually it's going to take a little bit longer than a minute so if you want to avoid the spoiler come back around the 2405 mark the (laughs) end of star trek picard the end of this series i'm sitting here going is this just a one series thing because he's an old guy you can't guarantee Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. there's going to be another season or especially third season right so, towards the end of the final episode, Picard dies. Whoa! And then he comes back to life. Oh, my God. That is As a robot! Ah! <laughs> they copied He's his, a Borg! They, is he a Borg? No. They copied his consciousness. Because he was connected to the Borg. Transhumanism. <gasps> they copied his consciousness. Whoa! And they implanted a copy of his consciousness onto... I mean, it's, it's his body, but now it's like a... He's a little bit healthier now because he's a robot. So he, the actor is still pl- is playing yes, the robot. Yes, it's still Picard, and it still looks just like Picard, except because he needs to shed that copy. skin so they can deep fake him forever. Well, he is- maybe that's it. Maybe they're going to deep fake it forever, and they have to call him a robot so that I mean, that's- this could be like the the prototype, the beta on uh, deep faking acting. Absolutely. And they're like, we'll call him a robot so that when it looks a little screwed up, people will think that it's because he's a robot. And this but also- over time, they'll perfect it because there's all this stuff about perfecting AI right now, all this stuff. Yeah, and they can test all of it right now too. Yeah, deep mind and Neuralink, all that stuff. With all of this going on and robots being tested out, we're going to see more robots taking over jobs because people, robots can't get viruses like we can. They can get maybe robot viruses. Oh my gosh, like that's so much better. So Picard- has been replaced by a robot. The captain That's great. We should all be replaced by robots. I mean, these themes are hitting us over the head here. It's so stupid. It's not the same person. This idea of transhumanism (laughs) copying your consciousness onto a robot. You are not the the same person. You're still dead. Yeah, I mean, memories and what appears to be cognition and expression, all of that. But but the real thing to me is consciousness. Uh, this, Self-centered uh, yeah. consciousness. I've I'm never, looking out my own eyeballs, and this, I know it. This Bill Gate, Bill Gates is into this type of stuff. Helps research in this type of stuff. I've never understood this. Who are you benefiting? Do you think that society just needs you so bad that you have to make a copy yes. of yourself because you're not getting anything out of it? You're dead. That is not you, even if it looks right. exactly like you. Isn't that David Rockefeller wanted to be uploaded? I into think the, yeah. That's what it was. It was that mind uh, the, up, the mind uploading thing. It's crazy. 
and I was so pissed off when I saw that. I was like, oh, come on. Now if I watch season two, I'm going to be thinking the whole time, that's not Picard. Picard's dead. That's not Picard. He's dead. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, they want you to get in, get in to get your mind around it. Yeah, so that was very To work it out. Yeah, very, yes, very infuriating terrible. to me. I have a couple other stories. Do you have something right now? Do you want to? Uh, no, I'm happy to listen to whatever you have. I did have a thing from JJ about ventilators in response to your story yesterday. If you wanted to. Yeah, I'd love to I, hear it. You decide. You want to hear it? Okay. Yeah. He put this. This is from David Crow. Remember, I've been mentioning that this guy, David Crow, was on the higher side chat and he was the guy who does a lot of work on the true nature of viruses and virology and and what an un, uh, unrefined science it is so he has a book about sars or he did a lot of work on sars and this is a passage i hate to read i'm sorry but it says it's really important it says aggressive treatment for sars has left a legacy of bone degeneration due to steroids Sudden kidney failure, probably caused by ribavirin, and long-lasting muscle weakness, probably caused by both classes of drugs, as well as by mechanical ventilation and intubation. During treatment, patients suffered from liver damage and serious anemia, which resolved slowly, if at all, afterwards. Even those who escaped such serious side effects were found to have reduced physical capacity and quality of life a full year later. Roughly, the richer the country, this is really important, the more aggressive the therapy. This translated into more than double the death rate in Canada than in mainland China. The more ventilators you had, the more access to healthcare you had, the worse your outcome. Wow. Yes. And that's iatrogenics, that you've experienced that. I mean, you talked about your mother yesterday. That was triggered by a treatment, right? Yeah, she was on a ventilator for a long period of time. But I mean, her disease, what's sick, why she's sick, was what they call iatrogenic, I-A-T-R-A-G. Was it not a response? She's had a long. Her it was an autoimmune thing. Right. Okay. Yeah, it's a long, complicated medical history. Okay. 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 All right. So I just feel like there. I'm. uh, I think people underestimate the prevalence of iatrogenic disease. I a t r a g n I see, where the the treatment causes. A disease. Yeah. So like even Jordan Peterson, his situation, supposedly, if you're to believe it, is that he got hooked on Xanax and then had to go into a medically induced coma to get off of whatever. But that's iatrogenic because the treatment for his underlying problem, which was depression, has made him near death. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. And anyway, that's, that's, I just think that's interesting because interesting. the ventilators there. This is why they, I want they, data. They're life saving, but they're also very risky. Right. So when people are telling me that we've shut down the world, we've caused trillions, 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 trillions dollars of damage. We're going to uh, pay it forward. Trillions, trillions, trillions dollars of debt. And that we are telling GM we are forcing them, forcing them. So I think when you force them to do it, that relieves them from liability just de facto. It should because what, or that's why I think it's really weird about the drug companies getting under there. It's a highly regulated industry. If you're doing what they're telling you to do, how are you also liable for having done what you thought was right to do? But what we need is to see the data they're using, the cost benefit analysis they are using to decide to understand the 
problem and to understand the policies. So that's they're going off half cocked. All I want is data. I'm getting attacked, and I'll tell you, every damn troll I respond to that way backs down. I want simple data that has to be out there, and they yeah. have to be doing a cost benefit analysis, or they are they should be liable for criminal negligence. Yeah, and when you ask them for data, most recklessness people, they have no idea how to get the data. They haven't thought about the data. They've just but but these are the same people who are like, but science, yeah, I know. but science, climate change, science, 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 science vax, science. You're all you know, science, science, science. Like, Show me the science. Yes, give me science. Like, science. I want science, science. Yeah. Mama Lake. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you hear about this Navy shipyard? Not shipyard. This Navy I, ship. I this saw hospital the ship in Los yeah. Angeles. Yeah. Give me. Okay, so a Navy hospital ship, it's the USNS Mercy. It was brought into Los Angeles this past weekend to handle non-coronavirus patients, something that it's going to be doing until September. And they brought it in to ease the burden of local hospitals that are surging. That's what they say, surging with COVID-19 cases. I don't know. I've seen a lot of hashtag empty hospital stuff out of L.A. and New You're York. You're going to get called a corona denier. You're going to get oh called a corona Oh, my gosh. Is that, That's do you thing. go to jail for that? Possibly. You might possibly go get shot by a firing squad. I, I don't know. <laughs> to give you an idea of the size of this ship, it has 1,000 hospital beds, 800 active duty doctors, nurses, and medical staff on board. It's a big operation. This particular ship has been in a lot of wars and stuff. And late last night, a story broke because a train was going through, it was going near there, near the port of Los Angeles where this hospital ship is at high speeds and the train derails, runs through the end of the track, crashes <laughs> through the barriers and finally comes to a stop about 250 yards from the docked naval ship. It then sprang a gas leak, which required a hazmat team to come out. And how did this happen? Why did it happen? Well, it happened because the train engineer, the guy driving the train, drove it off the tracks on purpose because he was trying to intentionally smash into Is that the hospital even ship. Possible? Is that even possible? Don't it, they have switches? It that sounds keep the like rails a crazy from... plan. I, I don't know. But he, he did I'm it pretty sure the, the switch I know, but the switches keep you on track. I don't I don't think you can just like take a train and drive it off the you know, he says, take a left to where there are no tracks, where the tracks are going to end, or you go into the yard. You it, see them. The lights are yellow or green or red. Well, it's, Do you know the answer to that? No, I don't know the answer to that. Okay. I just know that this guy says that he saw it, and then he kind of said, I have to do this. This is my and only he just took a hard left? I just, I, I, I'm a little... Yeah, he, he didn't pre-plan question it. the ability to do that just Yeah, a he little. did it on purpose, but he did not <laughs> pre-plan it. It was a spontaneous, I guess, rage came out of him. Here's what he said. He said to the police, after admitting that he was trying to hit it, which is such a crazy plan, I gotta, I gotta swerve this train into that ship. I mean, what's it gonna do? It might barely tap it. What's gonna happen? I guess maybe he hoped to blow it up. But he said, you only get one chance. The whole world is watching. I had to. People don't know what's going on in there. Now they will. And you know what? My interest is piqued about what's going on in there. If this oh my guy felt gosh, so that's exactly what Kaczynski said. He did not believe. He said he said that he thinks that ship is suspicious, and he says it's not there for what they're saying it's there for. And strangely, he was also seen in a video of the incident. He was seen in the train's cab holding a lighted flare during the incident. I don't know if he was trying to blow it up or trying to get people's attention. I don't know. It's very bizarre. I want to know I what would, this guy thinks yeah, is going on exactly. in that train. I want to know how exactly, ship. how much power he had. Like, that surprises me that he had the power 
And and what was he thinking? Did he think he was going to get to the ship? Or he just wanted to call attention to the ship by pointing his train at it? That's what it sounds like. Okay. And he did for me. Fair enough. My I just, I do, I still find it hard to believe that he could make a hard left, but. The whole story is very bizarre. <laughs> a little, to me, little sketchy. <laughs> which I'm wondering if it's going to get buried and we're not going to hear anything about it, which that will make me think there's something to it that, if we yes, don't hear anything yes, about yes. it. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Like I'm the very curious story. about this ship now. And I've started looking into its history, and maybe I'll come up with something soon. I don't know. We'll see. We're already Well, I've it. got lots more for you. Uh, I wanted to – well, let's do it. We've got the patron 15. I think that's where we're going right now, right? I believe that it is. Are we doing a, a Zoom party? If we want to do it for patrons, we should tell non-patrons. Yeah, we'll, we'll do a, a patron party. Let's do one tomorrow, tomorrow night. It's tomorrow Friday. Tomorrow's I can't Friday. Remember. I think so. Yeah, tomorrow's <laughs> definitely Friday. So can we do it like eight o'clock Eastern on tomorrow, which is Friday? Works for me. Eight o'clock for all Eastern patrons. Standard Time. So if if someone s- signs up for Patreon for us by eight o'clock tomorrow, they will get an invitation through that. Yeah, through I will post up. the information about it on Patreon, and so right. if you sign up, then you will. Are get we that having cocktails? Is it a cocktail party? Yeah, I mean, we can do whatever we want. Nobody has to get up or be anywhere, so. That is so true. Although, you know, I get myself into trouble when I. (laughs) Yeah, so sign up. Mix podcasting and alcohol. We'll have a party. We'll mix some podcasting (laughs) and alcohol. Maybe you'll see another side of us that you haven't seen before. Oh my gosh, did I just promise that? And we'll do a live stream and we'll have some interactive chat and stuff. And we'll post the information in uh, our Patreon. We'll post it tomorrow. Post it tomorrow. You guys can find your Drive Time News Blast every weekday afternoon at thepropreport.com or your favorite podcasting platform. If you want to get access to the extra 15 minutes of content, at least 15 minutes of content that we produce every day that we produce a Drive Time News Blast, you can get that by becoming a patron for $5 a month, which is between 16 and 17 cents a day. And we will also be having other offerings there and other tiers we'll be adding as well. So join Patreon, join the party, and we will talk to you guys tomorrow.